rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, wrong camera. Here we go. That's my computer screen. So many buttons aren't working today. And look, I just went out of focus all of a sudden. Everything's bugged out. My name is Tara Devlin. That's better. We meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. Thanks a lot for hanging out. Um, What else? We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Give the show a good review on iTunes, please. And keep coming back. It works if you work it. And work it. You're worth it. Also, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. So we can have a daily show. That'll be nice. One day, we might have a daily show. I mean, become a patron for as little as $2 a month. That's like, what? No, It's not even a cup of coffee. Come on. That's like nothing. I don't know. I said, I, whatever. Do what you want. Uh, so, but tonight, I want to say thank you to our patrons, and especially, I want to welcome our new patron, River Culver. Thank you, River, for just taking the leap and taking a chance. I know that you're being stretched in a million directions, and thank you for investing in the show so we can keep going and more importantly well it's all important keep growing going and growing and and sharing and caring and making this world safe for democracy isn't that what it's all about my god it never ends well until it ends but It'll end for us eventually. It'll end for each one of us. But don't we have that obligation to at least try to make the world a better place and not be a bunch of selfish assholes? Before we got on the air, before... Wait, hold on. Uh, You know, um, Chris Christie was just diagnosed with the coronavirus Last night we did another show. It was, it was around a four-hour show. Today is a two-hour show <clears throat> because it's going on Progressive Voices. So, excuse me one second. Hold on. I know. I don't have all those fancy cough buttons, so it's it makes the show more authentic, I guess. Or disgusting. <laughs> Pick your adjective. So... When we were on the air last night for four hours, it was I had a good time. Thank you. You talked me off the ledge yet again. And while we were on the air, it kept coming in, all the alerts. Who was getting coronavirus? The super spreader rally. The massacre, the Rose Garden massacre is well on its way to uh, being historic, not for the nomination of Coney Barrett, whatever the heck her name is, but because 
it's how many people are going to die from going to, to to Twitler's super spreader event. Just trying to adjust these levels here on my mic. And we were kind of waiting for the announcement that Chris Christie had coronavirus, and we weren't disappointed. It came in. Now, according to whatever, the leaks coming out of the White House, we know that Twitler is a liar. This is like in the medieval days when the king died and they wouldn't tell you for three days. What do you think is going to happen if Twitler is on his last legs? They're not going to... Um, they're not going to report accurately. They haven't been reporting accurately a goddamn thing. They're a bunch of liars. So, apparently, we learned... When did we learn that Twitler had the coronavirus? He tweeted it out Friday morning at 1 a.m. in the morning. Well, then the doctor comes out today, and he slips up and says that he that Twitler had the coronavirus for the last 72 hours. Well, gee, that uh, was only 32 hours from when he announced that he had just received a positive COVID test. Sorry if these levels are going up and down. I'm trying to make it... Hello, one, two, three, one, two, three. All right, whatever. I hope you guys can hear me. You could... I need your help, my producers in the chat. Let me know if it's okay, if the audio is okay. So, uh, right now, before I came on the air, well, not only is Twitler a liar, we know this. He has an utter and complete disregard for life, all life, not just human life. He a, a disregard for every form of life. Animals, plants, trees, the air. We well, that's not alive, I guess. But who knows? Maybe, maybe they'll discover it one day. I I always remember when he, during the first year of his so-called presidency, despite receiving fewer votes, he went to Japan. Remember that he went on a trip. He went on his one of his first. Well, his first trip was he went to Saudi Arabia, to, to stroke the Saudis' swords and say, oh, wow, uh, you're strong, very strong here. They they really played him, projecting his ugly orange face onto buildings, sucking on, you know, on his very fragile ego, stroking it. And Twitler remarked how wonderful it is. There were no protests, nothing at all. Everyone was just going about their business. Nobody met him. There weren't big crowds at holding baby uh, Trump balloons and diapies, like when you go to the free countries. You know, he really remarked on how how orderly everything. He was re- entirely he was uh, entirely impressed. I remember that no one came out and and, and protested him. And uh, he really appreciated that. Well, that's because they live in a freaking autocracy. All right? You, you son of a bitch. 
Why don't somebody say that to him and smack him across the face? Well, I guess because, well, you'd have to get the Secret Service in on it. You have to be like, enough, guys, right? Don't we have enough of this? Like the Praetorian Guard who, who assassinated how many Roman emperors? They assassinated, well, they told Nero to kill himself. And let's see, Praetorian Guard. Other late, in the late Roman Empire, there were a few, few of the emperors who were killed by the Praetorian Guard. And in fact, the Praetorian Guard installed Claudius on that, we were, well, we, the Romans were on that precipice. Would they, after, well, the, after Caligula, didn't, they assassinated Caligula. And it was, uh, they had a choice. Would we, would they become, restore the Republic or not? And the, uh, and the Praetorian Guard installed Claudius. And our lessons for today from, from ancient times are that you don't have a private army. <laughs> really, that's sort of like, what we were supposed to learn if you want to have a functioning democracy and why it is so dangerous that Twitler is activating what it seems to be his private army, the Proud Boys, a private militia, a private whatever. Not that they're, had, they're anything in comparison to a Praetorian guard, but you get the point. The... The violating of norms. The norms were put in place to protect the functioning democratic republic. Over history's lessons, we were supposed to learn those lessons. But anyway, how did I get off on that topic? Um. So Twitler, of course, lied, and he has absolutely no respect for human life, and that's what I was what I was remembering when he went and on that uh, he went to Japan, and they fed him shark skin, no shark skin, shark fin soup, which is it, it is disgusting. Why don't you eat the eyes of uh, endangered baby seals? The, these people. Republicans, Twitler, disgusting. I'm back. This is Tara Devil, and I never go go anywhere when I do that. But I'm back anyway. Yeah, shark fin soup. Let's eat all the endangered creatures. Just shove them in your disgusting, rapacious gullet. That what's so disgusting about shark fin soup, as you know, is that they pull these sharks out of the water. They don't. They just chop their fins off and they throw them into the water. That's it. Die. It is so cruel and inhumane. It's vile, and somebody who participates in that is a disgusting waste of human DNA. But what do you expect from Twitler? Yum yum, eating it up. I mean, he why not eat some kitten eyes or uh, whatever uh, the kittens of the last goddamn bald eagle, the kittens of a bald eagle. You know what I'm saying? The all, all of it is a lesson in 
just how how horrible we have fallen into the into the clutches of someone that has absolutely no business wearing the moniker of human, much less leading a bunch of people, millions of people that he doesn't give a shit about, so much so that he was diagnosed with the coronavirus days before he told anybody, he putting everybody at risk, everybody he came in contact with. But he's uh, their leader. Follow the leader. Right now, right before we came on air, the I was looking on Twitter, and Staten Island is trending. I grew up on Staten Island. That is my... Uh, the scene of the crime. Thank God I got the hell out of there. It really is. It's um, the only New York borough that voted for Twitler, of course. I, I know some people that live there still, and I'm very f- close with uh, some of them. And they're normal people, but yeah, she a friend of mine says they're, it's amazing. They all love him here they they don't you know it doesn't matter the truth or reality like for example they all hate obamacare she says one of her friends in particular hates obamacare never shuts up about it but her daughter wouldn't have health insurance if not for obamacare you know it's like one of those and that's what they are absolutely no self-awareness so right now, on Staten Island, the, the reason it's trending is because they're having another super spreader rally on Staten Island. Massive crowd sending get well wishes to the president, the so-called president. Yeah, let me show you. There it is. Oh, look, thank you for your super chat, guys. Patricia, thank you. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. I see that. All right, wait. Wrong button. I know. I'm really out of sorts. Right? Lately? I don't know why. I I know why. Whatever. Everything sucks. That's why. Uh, Where is it? That's the wrong one. Massive crowd. Here we go. How come you couldn't see me when I did that? That was weird. Can you hear me? Yeah, picture in picture. Oh, okay, that's why. Here I am. Sorry, guys. You've got to... That's probably why we don't have any patrons, because the show fucking sucks. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you guys are a glutton for punishment. That's... You're hearing what's go what goes on in my head all the time, so... I'm letting it out. Here's what's going on on Staten Island right now. Let me put the sound up. Listen. I don't know what they're saying. I can't make it out. USA. USA? What are they chanting USA for? They hate USA. 
they wouldn't put on a mask for USA. They wouldn't do the simplest thing to save USA. I'm sorry. I'm sick of them. We all know that. And I'm really sick of the thoughts and goddamn prayers, too, frankly. I'll save my thoughts and prayers for the people that Twitler killed. It's like a drunk driver. We don't put we don't say thoughts and prayers for the drunk driver who runs over 210,000 people and injures how many more? 8 million? And how many more than that are injured by losing jobs and businesses? One third of all businesses, they're saying, one third of small businesses are going to close permanently. That is the consequence of having a con man as your standard bearer. They're putting a con man in the in a friggin' Oval Office. Ridiculous. USA, USA. Look at these people. No one is, not no one. There are a few masks, few and far between. Look at this lady here in the corner. All the flags they have to wave. What is with these giant flags? It's so goddamn pathetic. And you know that in the future, just as we watch old newsreels of the Nazis goose-stepping and the cheering crowds as Hitler drives by. Future generations will view these morons with a, in a similar light. I guarantee it. Mark these words. I'm telling you guys. And it won't be that far in the future, so we will be around to see it. And, well, I guess... In my head, I thought, hmm, maybe only the only way that won't happen is if we allow Joe Biden and the DLC types to rehab them without uh, without them deserving it. They don't deserve our uh, uh, benefit of the doubt. Why should we pray for somebody who basically brought it onto himself? And it's not like an illness. You know, we're not talking about addiction where we I hear that all the time. Oh, you know, well, what, you don't have to be an addict. You know, just don't, if you don't pick it up, you can't get high. But the difference is that an addiction is a, is a disease. It's a mental, dis, dis, you know, it's a brain illness. So... What's his excuse? Does he have a brain illness to pathologically lie? Uh, he might. Maybe. And uh, clearly, if that's the case, it disqualifies him for being the president. So, what is this shit? USA. A massive crowd determined to die for their dim leader. They never learn, Republicans. That's the thing. They never learn. And I... Uh, the hypocrisy is astonishing, too. So, I, I'm really getting sick of it. 
frankly. Just also, I was contacted someone on, I don't know, one of the social media oh, platforms that we have. I received a, I think it was Facebook, it doesn't matter, but someone sent me a message. I'm sick of these um, so-called liberals on in the media sending their thoughts and prayers to the con man. And I'm like, I agree. Yeah, you. I hope you don't die. That's as good as I'm going to get with this. Good for you. I hope you don't die. They brought it on themselves. All of them. Chris Christie, Kellyanne Conway, Mark Meadows, the whole goddamn crowd. Reverend John Jenkins. All of them. They taunted the coronavirus. They basically guzzled it down like bleach. So, anyway, uh, on, I don't know if you've seen, they're all, all, all of the right-wingers are crying that we're violating HIPAA laws. They want to protect Trump, his medical records. They... They're saying that, hey, this isn't even a thing. We shouldn't even be discussing Trump's medical, uh, whatever, his medical records, his medical condition. There's something, there's a law in this country. It's called HIPAA. Wait, what does it stand for again? HIPAA stands for? It's about privacy. You know that. Where does it stand for? Health. Blah, blah, blah. HIPAA stands for Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. So, which I'm sure Republicans had. If it, if it helps people, if it protects people, normal, average people from big corporations, I'm sure. I'm just speculating. I don't know the history of the HIPAA Act. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that Republicans would have been on the wrong side of it. So regardless, it doesn't matter. It's uh it's in effect and republicans are losing their minds. They don't want anybody to see Twitler's medical records. And here we go. Again, another example of how re- the right wing is a cult. They are or are a cult, whatever. It's like Kim Jong Un. If Kim Jong Un dropped dead, we wouldn't know about it, and neither would the Korean, the North Korean people. They they prop them up like weekend at Bernie's if they had to, until they had their ducks in order. Who the hell knows? But that's what that's what we're experiencing here when they're lying about Twitler's condition, making it like he's stronger than he is, which is. Really, um, completely unfair, true, when you think about unfair. I mean, how quaint, what a word. It's just unfair. We're supposed to be voting. Don't people have the right to know if Twitler, if Twitler has the coronavirus, not only is he already a goddamn 74-year-old toddler, but he's going to have neurological after effects of this disease? But they'll vote for him anyway, the the cult. 
That's for sure. But they might, there might be some normal, well, they're not normal. Anybody who is a normal person doesn't, is not voting for Twitter. They, they understand. I, that's why I don't get these on the fence, undecided, independence, please. But they're going on here. Let me show you. On Twitter. They're so upset. We shouldn't even be talking about this. Uh, this a Reagan lawyer went on TV. God fucking damn it. Hold on, guys. In the meantime, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin and the show will get better, I swear. Trump administration has every right to manage the information about his COVID, says ex-Reagan lawyer. Markets are reacting to President Trump's positive COVID-19 diagnosis. Thank God something positive for a change. We'll need to settle on the reality that the full information about the commander-in-chief... Think about that sentence. Trump is the commander-in-chief. Donald effing Trump, who paid $750 in taxes in federal taxes on the year he was elected despite receiving fewer votes. And that's okay for the for the cult. The one last night when we played that video again, the Trump Network Vitamin video. All I all I um the reason I bring the Trump Network Vitamins up is because it seems to be a less popular one of his his epic failures and i think in my opinion it it says it all about who he is a multi-level marketing vitamin scam a uh, another failure that left thousands of people who have pinned their hopes and dreams on it left them in debt holding the bag while he skipped away putting his name on this, on this scam, a multi-level marketing scam. What? They're all a bunch of scams. A multi-level marketing that made, um, that you, that sold non-FDA approved vitamins, fake vitamins to dupes. So, you know what I mean? If he... If you really cared about anybody, would he? Would you sell them a bunch of sugar pills for what was it, five hundred a month or something? He probably thought, yeah, yeah, this is a real good scam to separate people from their money. But that's what it's all about. Anybody have any positive effects from the Trump Network vitamins? Jesus Christ. But, yeah, uh, they'll still vote for him. Those idiots on Staten Island will crowd together after seeing all of the people who were crowded together one after another after another in, in the vicinity all 
getting coronavirus. Don't worry, they'll they'll fight it. They believe in Jesus. This these are the things that they say. Well, if God wants me to get it, I'll get it. And if I get it, I'll beat it. That's what they say on Fox News. That's what Jesse Waters said. It'll be nothing. I can beat it. I'll beat it. I wish they would try. Give it a try. I want to see. Maybe. You know, you might be right. You might beat it. But you think this 74-year-old obese, out of shape, greasy-looking con man? You think how he's going to fare against the coronavirus? Uh, it, not, it took out Herman Cain. Actually, Herman Cain looked in better health than Twitler. But there's, they're complaining that we want to see w- what's going on in this con man's carcass. We have the right. You know, there is a continuity of, of power thing. Right. But again, these Republicans are epic goddamn hypocrites. What about remember when. When um, they demanded. Hillary Clinton's. uh, her, Her medical records and she complied too. Not only did she comply. She then they weren't satisfied the Republicans. Remember that? It's not that long ago. I know it feels like five lifetimes ago because we've all aged a thousand years in the past three years. But you don't really have to go back too far. Let's see. I know Hannity went on. He would. He did a whole s- many, numerous segments Here's from the Washington Post. In prime time, Sean Hannity carries out a Clinton medical investigation. Every night this week, and here's an article by David Weigel from 2016. Every night this week, Fox News' Sean Hannity has drawn attention to a story that was largely debunked before Monday morning. Again and again, Hannity has summoned a Fox News medical A-team to probe the claim that Hillary Clinton has serious medical issues. Unreal. Covered up, so continuing with this article about Sean Hannity's medical A-team to probe Hillary Clinton's medical records, to probe the claim that Hillary Clinton has serious medical illness covered up by a press that won't demand her medical records. But she gave her medical records, in fact. Well, it won't. That doesn't stop them. Reality has no impact on their wines. Right? Why stop a good wine mid-wine? When it's so effective to tickle all the goddamn misogynist funny bones of the Fox News base, or the, well, the victims slash viewers. Hannity's crusade has given the theories of a looming Clinton health crisis their highest profile airing a year ago when Republicans hoped 
that one of the several, several younger candidates would win their nomination. Jokes about Clinton's age and health were rampant. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Moscow Mitch McConnell, said that the said at a conservative political action conference, you know, that cesspool of ghouls and haints and, and slugs and bugs, ugh, CPAC, that the Democratic nomination fight looked like an episode of Golden Girls. Can you believe these freaks? Again, does Mitch McConnell have a mirror, frankly? Has he seen the way he looks? It looks like he not he's old and he's a freaking looking turtle. He gives turtles he, he embarrasses he's an embarrassment to turtles. Really? It's like that lady the other day who went on the chat and said, "You're gross." And then I took a look at her and I was like, "Honey, do you have a mirror?" God damn it. But it's that's what they do. Pointing out, never taking responsibility. The party of personal responsibility will never take responsibility for the disasters and the crimes and their hypocrisy. Especially now, even though karma, the universe, and the Jesus they pretend to worship is giving them a lesson that they won't soon forget. Supposedly, they're trying. He's Jesus is trying to help them, wake them up, stop being stupid. Look, you can get coronavirus too. You can all get it and die. You're not immune. You're not. Your toughness doesn't matter. Walking around like a goddamn rooster in a hen house. Don't worry, I'll, I won't get it. Look at me. I puff out my chest and I loom with the, with the, the, the secure steps of a straight white fake businessman. God. The world is my oyster. How would I? I'll never get coronavirus. I'm strong. I'm strongly strong. Hey, maybe Jesus is trying to send you a message and your families. Um, all you got to do is look at the picture at Trump's super spreader rally. Let's see. The White House. Um, what was it? It was the Amy Coney Barrett. It's the Rose Garden Massacre. <laughs> Garden Mass Acre. Ground zero for Comet. If you look at the picture, for God's sakes, they're all sitting there, all sitting in a row. Let's see. I want to get some more pictures here. Of course, you got, what's his name, Mike Lee, who has coronavirus, hugging everybody, going around kissing and hugging everyone in the middle of a pandemic. You son of a bitch. But go right ahead. Honestly, really, go for it. Do it there. Absolutely. Um, but 
the problem is they're setting the standard. Let's see. The Rose Garden Massacre. Because I'm trying to find this one particular picture. And it's all everyone in a row. Amy Coney Barrett's family sitting next to um, what's her face. All of them have coronavirus. Kellyanne Conway. Oh, here we go. Look at that. And there. It, oh, there's Melania. She has it. Kellyanne Conway has it. That, what's his name? Jeff, uh, I mean, John Jenkins, Re Reverend John Jenkins. I hope she gets it. Coney Barrett. That would be Jesus. And all the kids. All in a row. Unmasked. No social distancing. What kind of mother brings her, her kids into a super spreader rally? I thought they were supposed to be pro-life. She loves life and birth so much, Amy Coney Barrett. She loves so much. She's got, uh, right? She uh, Abortion's barbaric. Well, so is being an idiot. When you, sh when you know better, you have every opportunity. That's called willful ignorance. But it's also the Republican birthright. Being an idiot, that's the American way to the, to the fascist right-wing Trump and Z Trump cult. They think that being an idiot is, is freedom. You guys get that? For real. It really, it boils down to they have the right to be as stupid as they want to be, and I guess they do, but we should expect better from our so-called commander-in-chief. We should not only expect it, it should be demanded. Unfortunately, we have an entire goddamn enabling crime family that... Uh, all the, the Republican Party. Uh, God. Enabling this shit. So here, here's another tweet. This guy. Oh, wait, wrong one. I'll show you the entire screen. Wait, wait. Mm-mm-mm. Son of a bitch. I got to get a new program to do this show. Look, so Michael Betchloss writes, White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows has an op absolute obligation to tell Americans what kind of treatment is being administered to the president for coronavirus. And this guy, Matt Couch, a Trump and Z, no, he doesn't. Ever heard of HIPAA? Good Lord, delete this tweet. No, he doesn't. You see, Republicans, they, they cherry-pick which laws do and do not apply to their dumb Fiora. HIPAA, is, in their mind, doesn't apply. 
hip? I mean, oh, well, it does apply. What am I talking about? That applies. Well, it might apply today, but not tomorrow, depending on which outcome they are forcing and wrapping the, uh, themselves, wrapping the, uh, the facts, what are they, fixing the facts around the policy, which is lying, propaganda. Delete this tweet. They're all constitutional scholars. They are law professors. They know the law. Even though, you know, remember when Obama too, right? The, um, it, it's the hypocrisy. It comes back to me because every move they make, there's a correlation that to something else that they decried when Obama or a Democrat was doing it. But Obama, remember the uh, everything that they... Wait, hold on a second. The computer just fucked up. It's like every tweet that um, Twitler tweets. You can find something where he's criticizing Obama for doing the very same thing that he does himself on a regular basis. But let me see. Hold on, guys. Oh, look, Poppy. Poppy is in New Jersey. I was thinking about you, Poppy. Poppy Champlin, everyone. She is on the Facebook chat. <laughs> Poppy Champlin, amazing comedian. And I was wondering where you've been, Poppy. In fact, today I was like, where the hell's Poppy? You'll have to come on the show. I don't have this phone set up, but we'll be right back. All right. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. We meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And yeah, this is what we like to call it therapy for the resistance. So yeah, it is that we need it. All right, let me see something. I know I'm a, I'm really off tonight. It's my mental health is not, is teetering. Let me see. Trump has COVID. I'm looking at the articles that I pulled off tonight. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, the world, of course. They don't have this need. The rest of the world, of course, they're giving their thoughts and prayers, right? For Twitler's shitting his pants. The, doing the equivalent. He's really did. He, that's what he did. The um, equivalent of shitting his pants while drunk driving and killing 210,000 people. So they don't, but they don't really have the need or feel the uh, need like the Democrats here in the United States, the serfs and lords, to be so, so uh, bipartisan. Let's not, um, let's not be political. Remember, that's what Joe Biden said yesterday. This is not about politics. Why? Really? You're running for the presidency. Everything is politics. It's not about politics that a guy, that this fake-ass, un unsuccessful businessman, successful con man, 
probably the most epic con man we've ever had on Earth that ever shared the same goddamn air as us. This con man who grifted his way into the highest office of the land used his power to spread lies that killed the American people, killed and bankrupted and has us on the precipice of the third Republican Great Depression in a hundred years, but it's not about politics. Now isn't the time. I'm sick of this. No, we are sick. That's why we're sick. This is why the United States has the worst coronavirus response because we're sick and we were sick before we got sick with the coronavirus. Sick with denial and this need to feel like, what, being nice? This is enabling, you know? When there are no consequences for your actions, it's enabling and it's just as harmful I know this for a fact because of being an addict in recovery. We know anybody who has an addict in their family knows. This is the equivalent of us. Our, we have this family, the, uni- the American people. Our daddy is sick. And the whole family is, you know, he's the identified patient. And the rest of the family are the enablers. And some of the family, like me and you, are standing there going, this is effed up. And the, uh, the ones that don't want to hear it, they're like, oh, everything's fine. Right? It's, it's the same way. It's really true. So all over the world, they um, gave their s- sympathy But I really would rather focus on the mockery because some mocked him and they should with good reason. He earned it, you know, the party of personal responsibility. Would they ever take responsibility? All over, they're also saying things like he was given coronavirus deliberately by Democrats. They're floating conspiracy theories that Democrats put coronavirus on his microphone at the debate. And this isn't just on the corners of of QAnon Chan or whatever. They're saying this shit on Fox News. So... No wonder we're sick. No wonder the American people are dying in droves. And we'll lose another thousand today. This is an abomination. What they've done to this country. So, of course, all the autocracies are kissing his ass. In Saudi Arabia... They cut to a long live shot of the White House, Qatari state-owned Al Jazeera channel, brought in um, four commentators to discuss the prevailing state of uncertainty. Iranian state television announced Trump has the virus, an anchor breaking with the news, with an unflattering image of the U.S. president surrounded by what appeared to be a giant 
coronavirus. U.S. and Iran, of course, has terrible relations. Iran is, well, Twitter is trying to force the American people to go to war with Iran. And <laughs> let's see. While uncertainty seemed palpable on a scroll through various social media in, in an array of languages, many comments seemed to re revel in the announcement. In Japan, here comes the chance for him to actually try out his idea of injecting disinfectant into himself and fighting back all allegations that it was fake. Fake news, tweeted Hiroki Nishimura, a Japanese internet entrepreneur. And in Australia, they said, they posted a story with the headline, Trump family records, oh wait, no, Trump family records more cases of community transition, transmission than the entire state of Queensland. Well, remember, here's another thing. I thought we were we weren't going to be laughed at anymore. He was going to make us great. No one would laugh at us anymore like they were laughing when we had a black president. Remember that? It, we were how ashamed we were wherever Obama went. He were met he was met with crowds except they were adoring crowds. You know, they didn't have to seal up the mailboxes and the manholes like they do whenever Twitter goes anywhere. So there's no, you know, any uh, anybody wants to hurt him. There weren't any big giant baby balloons of Obama in a diaper. Unreal. But this is what we are up against. I don't understand why the Democrats have a vested interest in maintaining the, the facade, the charade, frankly. I, I really don't get it. And that's probably why I want to bang my head against the wall all the time and why the liberal media is, is our only hope, honestly. That's what I believe. We would have we we would have a all right, we would not be in the boat that we're in if we had a functioning and an actual liberal media. It would never have happened. He could only go he uh he we could only have a con man with propaganda channels. That would never it would not fly if we had an actual functioning press. A, not a corporate media telling the truth of well about everything not just you know news nowadays are like we say polls who's up in the polls who's down in the polls and then checking in with idiots what who are they going to vote for what do you here's a trump supporter here's an undecided here's a biden supporter who cares why don't you inform us? Use that time to give us, tell us the the stories of what's going on, not just how people are reacting to them. When you don't, they don't tell the stories, but they give us the reaction. 
when half of these people don't even know what they're talking about. And you know it's half. More than half, because he received fewer votes. They don't know what they're talking about. But we got to hear their opinion. Well, use that time that we're checking in with morons to explain what the hell is going on in the world. Right? I I don't know. I want to... I I really got to scream. And if you ever watch the BBC... You you will cry, I'm telling you. Because I watched the BBC, the BBC News, and it's embarrassing to be an American. They actually tell you the news. You learn about the world, all over the friggin' world. They don't just give you polls on the BBC News. (laughs) It's not just a poll and checking in with morons. How do the morons feel today? How do the the low-information voters feel? Do they still? Are they they still low-information voters? Well, of course they are. Because we haven't informed them. Who have they changed? Do they change their mind about the president? I even saw today somebody, another, let's check in with the morons. The guy was like, I think Trump is doing a great job. Why are they putting that on the air? He's doing a great job. You're not explaining why. First of all, he's not explaining why he thinks he's doing a great job. You know, because maybe he could he would say, I think he's doing a great job because I hate human beings and I'm so glad he's killed 210,000 of them. You know, I also um, like to grab them by the pussy. And although I'm not a celebrity and they don't let me do it, I do it anyway, too. Maybe that's what he would have said. Why? I think he's doing a great job. But instead of explaining why the idiot thinks he's doing a great job or educating him on what the hell job he's doing and why it sucks, we got to hear out into the zeitgeist is someone else saying he's doing a great job. So the other low information voters say, oh, you know what? I heard that. I heard that he was doing a great job. Isn't that strange? He's not doing a great job. He sucks. If only he just sucks, really. If only it was just that he was trying to peddle some other scam Trump Network vitamins at us that would give us, I don't know, the the runs instead of kill us. Now is the time to come together. Also, um, on Twitter, all these other liberal talk show hosts, they were uh, like like Rachel Maddow, for example. My thoughts and prayers are with the president. Really? My thoughts and prayers are with the 210,000. 
and counting and the ones who are going to die today. I don't know. I have no sympathy. Now Chris Christie is in the hospital. Former governor. This just came across the the Tarabuster wire. Former New Jersey governor, Chris Christie, who became the governor on a lie. Remember, we went through his history. That's how Republicans, that's who they are. He became the attorney general or whatever. He was fighting to be the attorney general. He had to win the primary. So he he recorded um, a political ad that was a nothing but lies, that lied outright uh, about his opponent, saying that his opponent was indicted and under investigation and federal whatever this and federal that. And because of this ad... His opponent didn't ended up not winning the nomination, but then it was another Republican. Chris Christie, the the guy took Chris Christie to court, and the court found found that Christie deliberately lied, and part of his sentence was that he had to take out an ad to apologize publicly to the uh, the guy that he lied about, and. Of course, he did that all and and but the damage was done. He was already squatting in his so-called position of uh, representing, representing or representation in our freaking broken representative government. It wasn't a disqualifier. They weren't like, get your effing ass out of that seat. You won illegitimately. He was allowed to continue. And then people voted for him to be governor. I don't get that. It's like uh, Rick Scott in Florida. Who votes for that guy? He committed the largest Medicaid fraud in American history. He was part of that goddamn scam. But they vote for him. Is it? You know, I mean, really, is you know what it comes down to, guys? We say it, it, I hate to say it again, it is racism. They're not, they have been convinced that the Democratic Party is the party of, of people who have darker pigment. That's what it's about. So they don't, you could put up the son of goddamn Sam against, uh, you know, Jesus Christ himself. That's for sure. And they would vote for Son of Sam because, well, of course they would vote against Jesus because he's a socialist. He gives out free health care. Right? He doesn't, he never says anything about gays. He talks about money, take, that rich people, he vilifies rich people by saying they'll never get to heaven. It's easier for them to go through the eye of a needle. I mean, he's so, he's radical. He's like a radical socialist. He doesn't believe in America. The, that's just not American. It's not the American dream. He tells rich people to give up all their money and follow him? What kind of radical anti-capitalist propaganda, socialist propaganda is that? 
So if it was Jesus against, I don't know, Freddy Krueger, they would vote for Freddy Krueger if he had an R after his name because of racism. That's what it comes down to. They don't want to share civilization with people who have darker pigment. And they've been, they they are, because they have these stupid minds, they're easily led. And they find these silos where that racist bullshit is constantly regurgitated back at them in different forms. Like Lee Atwater said, you know, you don't say N-word, N-word, N-word anymore. You say forced busing or now it's what now it's obamacare now it's health care it's taking my private health insurance away that means what i have to share civilization with black people and brown people people have darker pigment you mean my tax dollars are gonna go to everybody who who, everybody getting health care, and that includes people with darker pigment? Hell no. They'll hold on to this racket, this private health insurance racket, even though it sucks, even though not it, don't, it doesn't only just suck for us as, as uh, people who are stuck in it. It just sucks measurably. Most expensive. Worst Healthcare that has the worst, measurably worst outcomes. That's what we're paying for. That's what the Republicans are promoting and cling to and shove down our throats and say is the best. It all comes down to racism. It really does. All right. My name is Tara Devlin. For those who are on the podcast and don't know what the hell they're listening to, I don't know either. Thank you, Garfield, for your super chat. I really appreciate it, and that that's the kind of stuff that we need to keep going. Oh, my God. I know. What a day. Darius on Facebook. Thank you for your kind words. Maxine on Facebook says, watch the Comey rule. Absolutely. And, oh, yes, Natalie says, um, remind everyone that I am also on Verdant Square. I'm sorry. I can't talk. I know. Why am I doing this for a living when you can't talk? It's really a wrong, um, should have thought of that <laughs> before I started the show. Uh, Verdant Square Radio. That's another progressive radio station. And Poppy, of course, Poppy Champlin. And Pookie on Periscope says, Ms. Devlin, thank you for all you do. Thank you, guys. And thank you, really, for being the early adopters of this show. And really being friends, too. Allowing me <laughs> to be me. To not be, I don't know, like, uh, to not be, what's, polished, I guess? To be myself? To be sometimes not not good, not bad, to stumble, to fall, to get up. We all get up. You got to keep getting up. That's how it goes. 
And thank you, guys. Thank you, Mark, for your super chat. Nice to be back, Tara, Mark says. Good to see you and all the great people on the chat. Absolutely. me. I really can't uh, agree with you more. Stephen Lee, thank you for your super chat. Trump's karma is way overdue, and that is, yeah, that's the comment of the the century, really, because that is a he's a guy that karma constantly fails upward. He's never had to face the consequences of his actions. It's sickening. It's so it's nice to see Republicans getting a taste of their medicine, what they've done to this country. And maybe, you know, we heard how these freaks, when Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, they were dancing in the streets. I'm not saying these people have to die. No. But maybe Jesus doesn't want Amy Coney Barrett on the bench. He's already knocked out two on the Judiciary Committee, and they still want to push ahead? With this monster to drag us back to the back alleys? Uh-oh. Donald support, support on the chat. Trump 2020, there we go. What's with them? Did you, it's, did you just poop your diapy? Donald, S-U-R-P-O-R-T, support. Well... Suckers are born every minute. Trump and Z's are living proof. I'm going to keep him in the chat for a minute, and then we'll, we'll, we'll kick him out. Trump is the best. Wow, that he wrote. <laughs> that's what he wrote. Trump is the best. Yeah, wow, guy, what a succinct and scintillating commentary. For the tax cheating, draft dodging, dictator, envying con man with a fake university, fake vitamin scam, who received fewer votes. Wow, you really convinced me. There has to be a special kind of, it really is a special kind of stupid that looks at a con man that is a clear and documented con man who. We have a long history, even before he became or tried to be the so-called president, even before he came down that escalator, opening his his rapacious, greedy gullet, his ugly, ugh, his McDonald's breath, telling us that Mexicans are rapists. Well, you're a racist, too. Before, let's, let's just get that out there. Donald Surport. Also hiding behind the veneer of anonymity with what a stupid mind. Uh, and, and honestly, look, look what he just wrote too. Trump is the smartest man you will ever see. Yeah, this is not interesting at all. It's not even, you know what I mean? It's not even funny. It's boring. Because there are, oh, God, get me out of here. Here, where is it? Bye. Bye-bye, Donald. I just can't. He's 
it's one of these annoying sociopaths. They've done studies on trolls, internet trolls. They are primary, uh, one of the telltale markers of a troll is that they are a sociopath. Trolls. Let's look that up. Trolls, internet. Well, I'll probably get trolls the cartoon. Internet sociopath. And that's all that was. Him jumping into the chat. Of course, they always say Trump 2020. But because it's sort of like passing gas. And he had absolutely nothing interesting to say at all. Trump is the best. Trump is the smartest. Really? Oh, bring a book, everyone. We got a live one here. Internet trolls are narcissists, sociopaths, oh, psychopaths, and sadists. This is from Psychology Today. Jennifer Goldbeck, PhD. Trolls will lie, exaggerate, and offend just to get a response. In this month's issue of Personality and Individual Differences, a study was published that confirms what we all suspected. Internet trolls are horrible people. Let's start by getting our definitions straight. An internet troll is someone who comes into a discussion and posts comments designed to upset or disrupt the conversation. Like that idiot. It's not about upsetting because he's a moron. Um, it's uh, dis just disrupting. Like laying a turd in the middle of a dinner party. Going into the middle of the table and pulling down your pants and laying a turd on the table. That is what they do. And it's all to get a response. And he wasn't even interesting. At, you know what I mean? He was not even entertaining. It was boring. And they are boring. Isn't it boring? Watching them. All of them the same. With their, old, with their stupid faces unmasked with their ugly giant made in China Trump flags and waving them with the without a sense of irony while wearing a make America great again hat made in China as well all of them they should be embarrassed if they had the intelligence and they had the manners, the morals, the decency, they would be embarrassed. When normal people do something stupid, they get embarrassed. They don't even know, you know, they're not smart enough to know that they should be embarrassed. So that's why they pine for a con man. But it's also the stupidity is go it goes hand in hand with racism. Absolutely. As we know, we've they've done studies. Racists are stupid. That's another, it's a hallmark. Stupid people, lower IQs, are racist. Because when you're smart, you know better. You have life experience, you read, you, you learn about cultures, you learn about people. You're not stupid so easily led and swayed by moron, by, by moron statements like, we're the best, we're the greatest. 
no one's ever seen. We've always done it the best. We're, I'm the best. Like no one's ever seen. They just love us so much. They keep hugging us and saying, we, uh, we're, thank you, thank you, thank you for doing such a great job. No, we never had a great job before. I didn't even know what a great job was until I saw you, Trump. I mean, I was so lost in the woods of not great jobs. I couldn't see great until I saw you. Like no one's ever seen. Look over here. Look over there. Well, if you look at this, if you look at that, you're like no one's ever seen. We're doing very great. We're doing the best. And it's all for our country, our great country. Oh, God. As for the trolls, the article says they can, that the, oh, I'll stop and we'll get back to it. My name is Tara Devlin. Be right back. Good time to become a patron. My name is Tara Devlin. We're talking about internet trolls from Psychology Today. They said they conducted two online studies with over 1,200 people giving personality tests to each subject along with a survey about their internet commenting behavior. They were looking for evidence that linked trolling with a dark trade, trade rad. How do you pronounce that? Tetra, oh, tetrad, sorry, of personality traits, narcissism, Machiavellianism, and psych psychopathy, and sadism. They found that dark tradad, it's hard to say, scores were highest among people who said trolling was their favorite internet activity. Not learning about new cultures, taking a tour on Google Earth of the ruins of Pompeii, all the interesting things you can do. That's what I like doing. It's fascinating to me. You can go all over the world. Google Earth is incredible. And learn. You could take history courses from the best universities for free. Go on iTunes University. You can learn about every any subject you could ever imagine. But that's what Republicans like to do. Going on the Internet. Trolling was their favorite activity. To get an idea of how much more prevalent these traits were among internet troll trolls, one can refer to tables from the paper showing that dark tret trad tret at, I can't say it tet rad scores for everyone everyone in the study except the trolls. Their scores for all four traits soar on the chart. The relationship, whatever, whatever. We know. The point is, the next time you encounter a troll online, remember, these trolls are some truly difficult people. Well, they're also s truly stupid people. And they're, they're in pain. Honestly, that's what it comes down to, too. It's like Donald Trump Jr. He's a disgusting, ugly person, but he is a damaged person who is clearly suffering. You don't suffer and look like that you, if you're not suffering. You don't behave like he behaves if you're not suffering. You don't act like that. Just, well, the way Donald Trump acts. 
you don't act like an asshole blowing out your chest like you're the greatest thing that ever freaking walked the earth if you truly are the greatest thing that ever walked the earth. That's the trick, idiots. The way that you get the accolades you so desperately want as your, for your narcissistic supply is just actually being decent. You don't have to f convince us and say it every time you get in front of a camera how great you are. Just be a decent human being, and the word will get out. It's gaslighting. I'm the greatest. Yes, it's the best. We did it the best. We've received so much accolade. So many people called telling us how great we are. Really? Give, give us a list. I'd like to corroborate this. I'd like to get some statements on the record. So, in the psychology today, they say, if, if your suffering is what brings the trolls pleasure, the best thing you can do is ignore them, exactly. So, there you go. That's who they are. They're not bringing anything decent to Earth. We got to keep evolving in spite of them. In fact, here's a, another thing that incensed me. Un unbelievably is that the, the the goddamn Congress of this country had to they had to pass a bill or wait was it it was a resolution reaffirming the peaceful transfer of power and guess what it wasn't voted on unanimously. Five Republicans voted no on a House resolution dedicating the uh, government of the United States to a peaceful transfer of power. Can you believe this shit? This is from Newsweek, but the article is... Uh, or uh, you can find it other places by Michael Impelli. The House of Representatives voted on Tuesday to adopt a resolution supporting a peaceful transfer of power if President Effin Twitler loses the upcoming election to Joe Biden. Run-of-the-mill average Joe Biden, average DLC Democrat, who I will vote for. And I got my vote right there. It's going in the mail tomorrow. With only five Republican representatives opposing, the measure was adopted in a 397 to 5 bipartisan vote with Florida Representative Matt Gates, that asshole, Representative Louis Gomert, that asshole. Didn't Louis Gomert have coronavirus too? Right? And he went in to tell everybody, he went into the office to say, hey, everyone, I have coronavirus. <laughs> and the people who worked there were like, are you fucking kidding me? Go get, go get the fuck out of here. But no, we can never talk to a Republican like that. 
And but even though we need to, if we want to live, I'm sick of coddling these people. We have to say, "Oh yes, sir." Yes, representative. Oh, thank you for telling me, representative. You have coronavirus, representative. Now get the fuck out of here. Excuse my language. I know I'm not supposed to be cursing or trying not to. The resolution. Okay, wait, who's the other one? Um, Louis Gohmert, Louisiana Rip, Clay Higgins. Of course. Guess where? It's from all these states. That you wouldn't be surprised. Clay Higgins of Iowa. Representative Steve King, the racist from Kentucky. With the cantaloupe calves, right? It's, it's, like, a, it's like a goddamn performance art. You know, these Republicans. If all, I really believe it would be like some kind of Andy Kaufman-esque performance art they'll just one day say surprise it was all just a big ruse we pulled over your head steve king and kentucky rep thomas massey voting against the resolution the resolution which was authored by democratic california representative eric swalwell stated that the house oh my god such controversial language listen reaffirms its commitment to the orderly and peaceful transfer of power called for in the Constitution of the United States. Oh, my God! Shocking. And intends that there should be no disruptions by the president or any person in power to overturn the will of the people of the United States. Why not sign on to that if you're not planning to screw the election. If you're not planning to steal the election, which they are, they are planning it. They have openly told us that. It doesn't matter. They will, they'll, uh, if Twitter dies, they'll still vote for him. They don't need him alive. Here's, I rise in opposition. This is Getz. I rise in opposition of this resolution, even though I completely support the peaceful transfer of power. He says, this resolution is a way for Democrats to attack the president and disguise the fact that they will refuse to accept the the election results unless they win. Who does that sound like? They, it's Democrats, right, who refuse to accept the election results unless they win. If I, if I'm not mistaken, that those are the exact words of Twitler in 2016. He said, unless I win, right? My God. My God. What are we going to do? My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you on Progressive Voices for hanging out every Saturday evening from 6 to 8. And on Sunday from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern, please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And remember what I say. You know it. 
We are on the right side of history. We're the patriots. We're on the right side of democracy, decency, dignity, and we will win. We stick together. We win. All right. I got to get better at that. I will. If we ever get a daily show, I'll be able to get bet really a lot better. But that won't happen until we have enough patrons. So, wait, where is I I where is Twitler? I need to get these clips. I wish I had That's why I wish I had another person here to find these effing clips cuz it would be the perfect place to play Twitler going, um, unless I win. Remember when he said that? Unless I win, Trump refuses vote. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Oh, whatever. But there's a long list of times that Trump said he wouldn't concede. It's not just this time. It was a tactic of his. And you know that in 2016, if he lost, he would still, to this day, if Hillary Clinton was president, as she should have been because she got the most votes, he would be out there. That would be his business. Disparaging not just Hillary Clinton, but the entire election and the electoral process, democracy itself. His goal has always been to dismantle democracy. We've, we better believe him. You know, like Maya Angelou said, when people show you who they are, believe them. How many people have to tell us this, including Michael Cohen and uh, Mary Trump? They said the same things. Everybody who's close to him, who knows him, says, believe him. There is, there will not be a peaceful transfer of power. Believe him when he says that he will not accept the election results. Believe him when he says to the Proud Boys, stand by. Or when he calls Nazis very fine people. Let's remember who he called very fine people. They were people that were, that were marching in Charlottesville chanting, Jews will not replace us. So this is not um, some kind of blurred line here. They were outright goddamn Nazis. Jews will not replace us? And you know what the Republicans say to that? Well, Jared Kushner is a Jew, and so and his uh, bitch daughter converted to Judaism, so she's also Jewish, and the children are Jewish, so... He can't be racist. There you go. Take our human shield. We see, you know, in this uh, game, we see your your reality, and we raise you our human shields. Here you go. What are you going to do about that? And this is why this country is sick. Because we all, okay. And then the ones who have the large platforms will agree. And they'll say, well, yes, uh, on this side, we have the reality. And on the, well, on the other side, conversely, we have um, 
I hate this. Both sides, you know what I mean? <clears throat> both sides are at fault here. Like in the debate, they were both interrupting each other. Really? Would Joe Biden get out there? Would he walk out there and start interrupting that orange asshole? Would he have been the one that did, that acted like that? No way. There's absolutely no way. He just couldn't take it anymore. He said, shut the F up. Can, will you shut up? That's what the entire country was screaming and the world. The most provocative statement, here's another, here's all the times that Trump said he wouldn't accept the election results. Trump would not guarantee a peaceful transfer of power. He also said, Trump said in um, 2016, well, he says, Trump says the election will be decided by the Supreme Court. Trump says the way Biden wins is through a rigged election. These are all the statements he's made publicly. Trump floats remaining in office even after two terms. We are going to win four more years, and then after that, we'll go for another four years because they spied on my campaign. We should get a redo of four years. That whole spied on my campaign because you're, tra you're a traitor. That's why they spied. They weren't spying on your campaign. What? To do what? To get, to, to get in, uh, find out your, your genius, your tactics. What was, let's, we, we will never be able to counter uh, or unpack this dictator envy and con man who is triggered by a tweet, like Hillary Clinton said baited and goaded by a tweet who can't help himself but respond who call who retweets this is how 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 very small he is <clears throat> he retweets the tweets of the most obscure most like non-verified twitter accounts that have one follower you know, half of them, well, we know that Twitter has fake followers, but he, that's what he does. He'll retweet some God knows who sitting in God knows where the opinion of some, some f weirdo because it matters to him. He needs as many people to validate that He's great. He's amazing. Because you know why? He knows he's not. He absolutely knows that. That's why they are really, truly in pain when it comes down to it. They are suffering. He's, there's nobody more aggrieved than him. Going through life. How do you go through life constantly aggrieved everybody's picking on you it's so unfair to you no one appreciates you how terrible and then he says you know what let's drive them crazy this is going to drive them crazy when we say 
four more years, eight more years, 16 more years. Let's drive the libs crazy. The libs. They should all, honestly, all of these effing right-wing fascists, what do I say? They hate America. Of course they do. When he says stuff like that, they should be like, I'm out. I'm sorry. I'm losing my voice. I'm sorry. <clears throat> That's why maybe I should, I don't know. How can I make my voice better? Maybe not screaming. <clears throat> In a Fox Sunday interview, Trump said he won't commit to accepting election results. No, I have to see. Look, I got to see. I'm not going to say yes. I'm just going to say no. And I did that last time. Yeah. Trump floats delaying the election. He, 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 float that, he floated that sincerely. Like he floats his turds in the bathroom when he's tweeting. Oh, who will tweet? Who's going to tweet if Trump can't get up and sit on his golden throne and tweet? Who will tweet coronavirus lies? Please, Mr. President, get well soon. We might not have 100,000 more dead if not for you. Hurry up, get back here and start spreading your misinformation and attacks on democracy again. We need you. This isn't about bipartisanship. Oh, my God. What is this shit? Here's, here's the hill. Hold on, skip this ad. Thanking all of the... I want to begin by thanking all of the incredible medical professionals, the doctors, the nurses, everybody at Walter Reed Medical Center. Oh, I think shit. it's the finest in the world for the incredible job they've been doing. Uh, I came here, wasn't feeling so well. I feel much better now. We're working hard to get me all the way back. Oh, I God. have to be back because we still have to make America great again. We've done an awfully good job of that. Oh, no. We still have steps to go, and we have to finish that job. Really? You going to finish us off? I'll be back soon. And I look forward to finishing up the campaign. Finishing us off? started and the way we've been doing. Putting the last nail in our backs? We've been so proud of it. But this was something that happened, and it's happened to millions of people all over the world, and I'm fighting for them. Not just in the U.S. Oh, wow. You're fighting the for them? How's that hydroxychloroquine? Or whatever you want to call it. How's and that hydroxychloroquine so cocktail coming? If you look at the therapeutics, which I'm taking right now, some of them, and others are coming out soon that are looking like, uh, frankly, they're miracles. If you want to know the truth, they're miracles. People criticize oh me when I say that. You son of a bitch. Shut your filthy like mouth. Miracles He's still... Lying. Talking about shit. They're miracles coming from God. They criticize me for saying it, but they're miracles. They're miracles. Now he's going to push some more bullshit on people. Take some bleach, please. I heard that's a miracle. Bleach to wash down the hydroxychloroquine. Down from God. 
So I just want to tell you that I'm starting to feel good. Uh, you don't know over the next period of Hell a few no. days. I guess that's the real test. So we'll oh God. be seeing what happens over those next, co- next yes, couple of Yes, I'll days. be praying. That's for sure. I just want to be so thankful for all of the support I've seen, Drop whether it's on television dead. or reading about it. I mean, it. huh? Uh, Hi. I most of all, appreciate what's been said by the American people. By oh yeah, this a bipartisan consensus of American Shut people. Shut up, you ugly, see. filthy bastard! And I very much appreciate who killed. It, and I won't forget it. Promise you that. Two hundred and ten thousand people in three months. Good going. That's uh, the most epic serial killer con man the world has ever seen. They know what seen. we're going through. They know what, as your leader, what I have to go through. As your but leader, no choice over the cliff. I just didn't want to stay in the White House. I was given that alternative. Yeah, Stay in the White you know. House, lock yourself or be, in, don't ever leave, don't, don't ever leave. Oh, office. shut your Oh, look at this. It. Here we go. Don't see people. Don't He's already doing exactly what we were saying last night. If he recovers quickly, especially, he's going to go out and be like, see, I told you. It's nothing. It's no biggie. Now you said, they said, close everything up. Well, I'm living proof. Get out there. Don't wear your masks. Don't worry about schools closing or worry about your kids. Kids are immune. And your businesses. Don't worry about all this social distancing. Let's just go back to normal. Whatever normal is. Normal where we were the least upwardly mobile and uh, with the widest income gap. But that doesn't concern me. You know, because he's a con man. I'm a con man. I mean, whatever. Uh, Take some hydroxychloroquine. He's already starting. With this, this is what Bolsonaro did. Of course, he would follow suit there. the The fascist is not an originalist. <laughs> that's for sure. They don't come up with any new scam. It's the same old scam, and they play by the same playbook. So, of course, when Bolsonaro recovered, he did the same thing. He did this. The eh. It's a nothing. It's a big whole lot of... It's a nothing burger. Remember when nothing burger? Oh, God. If that comes back. Trump Jr. It was all over. Everybody kept saying nothing burger. It was a big nothing burger. The Mueller report. What a nothing burger that Russian spies were infiltrating our campaign. What a nothing burger that we couldn't pass a security clearance. And Twitter had to go, booga bugga bugga, you got one, whether you pass it or not. What a nothing burger that suddenly all of the grifters started making money. Like that Pascal guy who tried, who's, uh, you know, off his goddamn meds. Jared Kushner being bailed out. From his 666 Fifth Avenue debacle. How strange. How things just work out for them, right? As your leader, what I have to go through. As your leader. No. No. But I had no choice. You received your votes. I had no choice. Because I just didn't want to stay in the White House. I was given that alternative. Stay in the White House, oh lock yourself God. in, don't ever leave, don't even go to the Oval Office, just stay upstairs and enjoy it. Yeah, shut your face. You you have 
all the executive time you want. He has the most, um, of all the presidents, apparently, his schedule is completely blank. He does nothing. All he does is press opportunities, photo ops. He doesn't work. He, like Olivia Troy said, he's, he's a disruptor to work. He's a hindrance to work. Oh, thank you, Stephen Lee. Another super chat. Stephen, what? Where's everybody else? You don't have to do all the heavy lifting. <laughs> but I really thank you. Well, if you can, if you can. I know that times are tough. But we're trying to get to the point where we, where we can have a daily show. We need it. I'm hearing a death rattle, Stephen says, on the wind. Cover your face to save the human race. Yep. Don't see people. Don't talk. Don't see people. Why did that just stop? Uh-oh. Over 1,500 alumni from Amy Coney Barrett's college signed a letter of concern. That just popped up. But I want to see what Trump... Trump, is he is he not on death's door? Don't, this is terrible. <laughs> I'm terrible. I don't care. Liberal talker wishes Trump's death. Yeah, um, guilty. Guilty as charged. My only, my only caveat is that Mike Pence, Mike Pence is worse. He's absolutely worse. Oh, don't be fooled. Mike Pence, our only saving grace with Twitter is that he's such a abomination and a, he's a, he's so inept, so obviously, openly inept. Mike Pence will be the same way. He sucks too. He will advance fascism as quick as you could say, uh, make America great again, and except he'll be able to control himself. He'll... He'll be off Twitter. There'll be no tweets in the middle of the night. Thank you, Robin, for your super chat. Oh, my God. Trump, in a video from Walter Reed, says he's feeling good. The next few days will be a real test. You see how they had... He's got papers and shit in front of him. Of course, that's a fraud. The doctors, the nurses, everybody. They put the flags. It's a set. They put some books, some binders of filled with women in front of him. Probably, Reg, she's slightly younger than me, just a little tiny bit. Oh, shit, bit. shut your we hole. We have to confront problems. As a leader, you have to confront You're problems. You're not a There's leader. There's never been a great leader that would have done that. You're so not a great that's leader. That's I'm doing well. Try not to scream I want into to the thank microphone. Everybody. Our first lady is doing very well. Melania Too bad. asked me to say something as Say to something. The respect that she has for our country. The respect. Love that she has for our oh country. yeah. That's why she's all like in those recordings. Who gives a shit about Christmas decorations? I gotta do it anyway. Who gives it I gotta fuck it up anyway. I gotta make it look like Halloween in hell instead of Christmas, but that's what I'm here for, right? I'm another victim. When you listen to them, they're such victims, all of them. 
Yeah, it's, I got the coronavirus, and, but... Uh, we're both doing well. Melania it's everybody else's is, uh, fault. Really handling it very nicely. As nicely. You probably read she's slightly younger than me, just a little tiny bit. Oh, shut up. And, uh, yeah, because she's trophy wife number three. Disease. You know. can't have a wife that's your age. How would that look? It would make you look as old and decrepit as you are. Not that old equals decrepit, I hate to tell you. But you are decrepit. You were decrepit when you were zygote. You were the most decrepit zygote in American history. In world history. She's just a little younger, you know. As I traded up. You're not man enough to have a, a wife or a partner that is your own age. Because you're, you're a baby. A little boo-boo who gets, wants everybody to say, wow, look at, look at the, 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 the pretty girl with the guy. He must be great. That must mean that he is, oh, the bestest. He's the be-bestest guy who gets a be-bestest bitch on his arm. Makes him look like he's he's a real winner. Jeez, he wouldn't get wouldn't get all these bitches if he didn't. He wasn't a winner. Pay no attention to the serial bankruptcies, the failed businesses, the bank, uh, the inability to get legitimate bank loans, or the banks who put him on an allowance before they denied his loans because he wasn't paying his loans. Pay no attention to being the single biggest loser taxpayer in American history for 10 years. What was it? He lost more money than any other individual taxpayer. They, don't, they shouldn't call him a taxpayer, you know. Leader McConnell just finished a great phone call with POTUS. Well, what other type of phone call is there? with Donald Trump. It's got to be great. It's always great. He has the bestest words. He's got the bestest grammar. He's got the mest, most interesting things to say, as all of his supporters are testament to. Only the bestest person could attract the cream of the crop like his supporters. You know, like the ones who think that Jews will not replace them. They, and the ones who think that uh, Hillary Clinton is running a pedophile ring out of a pizzeria. Or the others who are s simply the ones stupid enough to think that me all Mexicans are rapists. Or the stupid ones who think that the stock market ha uh, is... Uh, means that they're going to have a great goddamn middle-class life. Just finish a great phone call with POTUS. What do you need? You don't have to qualify it. We know it's great. There's only one kind of phone call with the dumb Fuhrer. Jesus Christ. He's in good spirits, and we talked business. 
as you can see by all the binders of women on his desk. Oh, this bitch. Listen to this. Uh, he's in good spirits, and we talked business, especially how impressed senators are with the qualifications of Judge Bitch Amy Goddamn Barrett, who put her whole family in danger at a super spreader event. Full steam ahead, you fucking... Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not full steam ahead with the coronavirus relief bills for the one in three businesses that are about to close permanently. Holy shit. Not a, not not full steam ahead for everyone who's unemployed. The millions of unemployed who are losing their jobs permanently thanks to Twitter and the inept goddamn Republican greed-centered anti-American death cult that is inflicting their their anti-democratic assault on this country despite receiving fewer votes, all of them. Full steam ahead, not full steam ahead with any kind of help for the American people. Oh my God, do you see what they're doing? Full steam ahead with this freaking another flunky to who's put who's being put on the court who's being rammed on the court who's being is it's like the political equivalent of being raped by this asshole liberal talker says leader mcconnell is going to rape us you better believe it metaphorically cuz nobody's asking for this we don't want this. They're doing it anyway. You know why? What does it matter when you're destroying democracy? Do Does rule of law, does norms, does consistency, does it matter if you're a hypocrite? Different rules for different, different political parties, just like different rules. Well, we're not allowed to see Twitler's medical records, but you better give us goddamn Hillary Clinton's or Bill Clinton. The same thing. They demanded Bill Clinton's medical records, too. Full steam ahead with the fair, thorough, timely process of that nominee. You fucking piece of... Oh, my God. No one. Okay, not no one. The minority, a very slim minority in this country, wants that turtle-looking, less-vote-squatting, GOP, goddamn anti-democratic con man with a Putin puppet as a standard-bearer. No one wants... them to ram this nominee onto the court. 
but they're doing it anyway. You know why? Because what do I say? They hate democracy. That is always the point. That's the point. That's why they get out of bed in the morning. So it doesn't matter. It matters not that it's against process, that, no, that people don't want it. It doesn't. That is incidental. People don't want, they want to wait after, until after the election. That's over 70% of the American people say this is not right. It should not be happening like this. And he's doing it anyway. That is because what's the difference? By the time they're done dismantling democracy and effing up this country, don't worry, the flag will still be there. There'll, there'll still be a red, white, and blue flag waving for these idiots to wave and wear in their ugly T-shirts, to pull their the flag T-shirt with the eagle on it over their beer bellies so they can wave their made-in-China American flags and their made-in-China Trump flags. Oh, they'll be the trappings. They'll be, these colors don't run on their cars, right? But the, the, the thing, the, the grand experiment in liberal democracy will be dead. <laughs> because they're killing it. They're killing it, literally, and... The Democrats are too busy trying to seem nice and bipartisan to call it out, to really call it out. Yeah, not, uh, no, it's not, it's full steam ahead with help. Jesus H. Christ. No, not full steam ahead helping the American people not lose their homes. There was not full steam ahead when when keeping people in their jobs. That would have wouldn't that have been uh, some a, a smart thing to do, like they did in England. Instead of pushing people onto the unemployment rolls, they kept businesses open, and paid the businesses. The businesses paid the salaries of the workers. So the biz, I mean, the, the government paid the salary of the workers. It's, they picked up the payrolls of the workers. So the businesses didn't have to close. Instead of pushing people onto the unemployment rolls, wouldn't that have been something smarter to do? But no, not Republicans. They don't look around the world and say, let's have the best ideas that keep the liberal democracy strong and vibrant and the working class, the middle class. No, they got to make the working class the working poor. They don't look around and say that. Whenever we look around the world and see that other people, other countries do it much, much better, much, much more efficient and cheaper and everything else, and like, for example, healthcare. And they cover everybody. Nobody has to die. Nobody has a pre-existing condition. They don't worry about it. They don't go bankrupt. Not like here, where the only positive of the health insurance racket is that the rich get richer. A few. 
A very few people get rich. While the rest of us go on GoFundMe or die. But they don't look around the world at any of the policies of anybody else that does it better and say, let's do that. If, you, if we do that, if we point to other, policy, uh, other countries and say, look, they do it here. Even, let's say, okay, you want to keep your private health insurance. Look, Sweden, they have uh, private companies administering their health care, their health insurance. They're the middleman, except they have to be nonprofit. You know, let's do that. You want to keep your uh, private insurance intact? Let's make them nonprofit. Let's make them the everyone have to buy in. You know, you have to buy in to, you have to get friggin' car insurance. I don't see what's the difference, but of course, Republicans, you know. <laughs> Hypocrisy is uh, air to them. But they don't look around the world and say, let's do that smarter and better. When you, when you do that and it interferes with their mission to destroy America and kill as many people on, uh, as they can on the way to an entrenched intergenerational aristocracy and autocracy, they say, USA, USA, USA. You know, that's not America. Look at when you say, well, they do it better here. It's cheaper. It's better. It's everybody's covered. No one's. There's none of these horrible stories that we have to hear. No one is has to needlessly die. That's not America. USA, USA, USA. They stick their fingers in there. Wave your flag. Wave your American flag. Made in China. Put your stupid shirt on that says uh, Trump 2020. No, not like successful Successful civilizations. Uh, that is another reason the Roman <laughs> Rome <laughs> ruled Western civilization for a th nearly a thousand years. Because you know why? Every every other culture that they encountered, they were like, "Oh wow, they do it like this over here. That's so much more efficient than we do it." Or that is better they do it better they took it they adopted it and they accumulated it and said they didn't say oh uh we can do it better just because we're romans they looked around and they took what was better and made it roman and that's how they they succeeded partly i mean it's one of the traits of any well it's also a trait of a successful human being somebody does we all learn from each other someone's doing something better oh wow i didn't know you could do it like that let's do it like that thank you for showing me nobody starts from scratch fucking jesus christ hello thank you jim for your super chat oh my god here's the Here's the music. My friends, what a sh shit show. End the show. I don't know. It was rough. I don't know. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out, for your support. We need about a thousand more. A thousand more goddamn Patreons. 
patrons. Become a patron at patreon.com slash taradevlin. And I will try to do a show. Every time we get a new patron, I'll do a new show for a new patron. And we will keep growing and we'll fight these fascist bastards because we will win. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you very soon. All right. Peace out. That's the show, really. I don't know, guys. I can do another two hours, but I've been doing these four-hour shows, and I was very sick last night. I was up until, I hate to say it, I could not sleep until 5 a.m., so it's not good. I don't like that because it reminds me of the days when I was not sober. It makes me very depressed. More beatdown. Paradu says. All right, let's do a little more. Because we were on Amy Coney Barry. Oh, let's see. Wow, look at this. Rachel Maddow just tweeted. She's she's on my last nerve, frankly, Rachel Maddow. Because she tweeted about Twitler. I probably won't be able to find it. Let's see. Prayers. Something about prayers. Shut the F up with your prayers. For the speedy recovery. Oh, my God. Look. Here's, look at this, Coronavirus Kelly, unreal, standing there, breathe it in, please, Barr, please, Attorney General Barr chooses not to quarantine, they are the super spreaders, you quarantine, you filthy fascist freak, who history will revile more than the normal people of Earth do now. You quarantine not just for yourself, you unpatriotic piece of shit. You, pa- you quarantine for your fellow Americans. It's called patriotism. I know that you don't know. You would never know a patriot if you, uh, if you tripped over them. No. There's no patriots. You've never dealt with a patriot whenever you, well, in your close circle of friends. There's no patriots in those goddamn Trump and Z rallies, that's for sure. They're a bunch of racists and suckers and dupes. So you don't, you quarantine. He refuses, chooses not to quarantine. Well, that's a good example after Everyone, you were sitting around is getting coronavirus. I can only hope that you get it too. Here's what I'm saying, guys. Uh, that's why I, I'm done with them. I don't want... I'm not, I'm not giving them freaking prayers. You want to... Oh, we should all come together? And I wish you a speedy recovery... You're going to wish him a speedy recovery? Look at him. Standing two feet away from her fucking coronavirus mouth. He he needs it. 
He needs a dose of reality. Let him get it. He deserves it. He doesn't want to quarantine. That's why we're in this boat, everyone. Really, that's why 210,000 Americans are dead. Nine, almost nine million have the friggin' thing. Went through it. And guess what? It doesn't mean that you're immune either. You can get it again and again and again. And also, more will be revealed. It's only, we only know a little about the disease, but we do know that there are lasting after effects. It's not like when you get the flu, because when Twitler says, oh, it's a flu. Don't worry about it. Kids don't get it. No, it's only people who are really, really old and on their last legs. You know, the ones, they were going to die anyway. You know, kids are virtually immune. Except they're not. Um, I can't remember the exact statistic. It's something like the new cases they did that are, I think it's 24% are under the age of something like, I'm not sure which age it's in the, but it's young, 30s, under the age of 30s. Under, I think it might be. Under the age of 25, whatever. But it's young. It's on the young scale. So saying that they're full of shit. Another lie. Wow. At a super spreader rally. Not, it's amazing. Kids, they're, they don't even get it. They have the greatest immune system. Remember? Hats off to the immune system, everyone. Hats off. Hats off to the immune system. How stupid. Oh, my God. We have to live in this country with these stupid assholes? Hats off to the immune system? And they, they laugh at people wearing masks. They refuse to be patriots and fucking quarantine themselves after being exposed. The reason you quarantine, you scumbag... Bill Barr, is because wherever you go, other people are there. You go into a store, you put your ugly, fat, porky fingers down with the coronavirus on something, and then somebody comes along and they touch that surface, then they get the coronavirus, and then they go and they travel somewhere and they bring it home to their family. And it spreads from there, and that's why we are the disgrace of Earth. When it comes to response to this pandemic, like no one's ever seen, like nobody's ever seen, right? But we're doing a great job, great, great job. It would be so much worse. I'm telling you, there would be, there, there would be 50 million dead, if not. Why not 50 million? Why not 100 million? Why not 150 million? Add, hey, if, if not for us, if we shut it down. Shut it down. That's all they had to do. Shut it down. Even though they didn't shut it down. We know the truth. God. It has such a liberal bias. But it's the truth is the truth. They didn't shut it down. It was all for show. Shut it down. We shut it down. And isn't that great? We shut it down. And that's the only thing you did? 
They didn't say. Oh, Biden said it was racist and xenophobic. Everyone is taking that out of context anyway, even though, oh, Nancy Pelosi said it was xenophobic. She went to Chinatown and she encouraged people to go to Chinatown because this was during the beginning of the pandemic because Twitler was stirring hatred against Chinese immigrants and getting people beaten. And I don't know if people died or got killed. I'm sure they did. Off the top of my head, I will look that up if I had a producer to become a patron at patreon.com slash taradevil. Hats off. Hats off to the immune system, everyone. Virtually no one dies. No one young dies. We now know the disease. We didn't know it. Now we know it. It affects elderly people, elderly people with heart problems and other problems. Unbelievable. They have other problems. That's what other it really problems. That's it. You know, oh God! In some states, thousands of people, nobody young. No one young. Bullshit. 18, like nobody. They have a strong immune system. Who knows? You look. You take your head off to the young. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> they have a hell of an it immune. Virtually nobody. Virtually no one. Well, no one is sort of. Uh, He's using that in a pejorative way. They're no one who counts. Yeah, dumb fuckers. Young people are dying from the coronavirus. Well, here, dying young. The healthcare workers in their 20s killed by COVID-19. Coronavirus has killed. These are all just, I just looked it up. Young people dying from coronavirus. The coronavirus has killed at least 121 young people in the U.S., mostly minorities. This is September 15th. 121. What? That's it? What is is this from? What? COVID-19 has killed at least 121 people below the age of 21 across the U.S. Nearly two-thirds were black and Hispanic. Well, that's the other reason they don't want to do anything because it's blacks, you know. It's not like it's it's not like it's actual people dying. You know, like he said, nobody. Virtually nobody. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Stephen Lee. Another super chat. We need about a thousand more patrons, and we'd be good to go. We we could also hire somebody to do to help the goddamn show. That would be great, right? When we have when we're at that point where we could actually, I don't know. Do some, uh, who knows, have a bigger, better, better platform. More people to, to reach. Unapologetically. Unapologetic liberal talk. That's what we need. My God. 
infants, children, and adolescents are more likely to have milder COVID-19 illnesses uh, than adults. Complications including MISC and respiratory failure do occur in these populations. Also, the other thing is, as we were saying, it's we don't even know how it will manifest in the future. As Like the virus, when it gets in your body, it's affecting all different organs, and they're finding that it's there's no rhyme or reason. They don't know. Some people get their, their brain. They get um, brain ramifications. Others get intestinal problems. And so it's hitting all different organs. It's clearly it burrowing in there somewhere and effing up. It's like the chicken pox manifest years later as uh, shingles, right? If most people had chicken pox when they're like when they're a kid. But this can, this is worse. You can have, it could be, God knows, neurological problems, Alzheimer's, dementia. Oh, my God. Amy Coney Barrett. Okay, that was the thing I was going to read. The last. This is fun hanging out, though. I like it. I do. I have to admit, of course I do. I would probably, God knows, if. For, if not for this show, holy shit, I would, who knows, I might be sitting on that ledge, and I'd have a bunch of right-wingers on the sidewalk going, jump, jump, jump. Also, yesterday, you guys, you know that I'm getting these phone calls, I'm getting harassed by right-wingers, by, I'm being attacked with robocalls. And I played one on the air yesterday. They called again. I didn't I didn't get it, though, because it was early and I had my ringer off. And I didn't know that they called. But they keep calling. So they call. I'm sure they'll call again. I was hoping they would call during the show again. But they called uh, at 9.26 a.m. this morning. I can tell. Because they're all different numbers, and they all come from New York, supposedly. And thank you, Guyon, and thank you, Stephen Lee, for your super chat. You write, Stephen writes, McConnell has been raping the U.S. Treasury for decades. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck this shit I'm I'm only reviewing the latest news and I'm gonna vomit Trump pushes for a new oh wait 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 I'm sorry I read it wrong but it didn't it wasn't out of the ordinary it says Trump pushes for a new coronavirus stimulus deal I I read it as <laughs> Trump fish well maybe he'll do this stay tuned Trump pushes for a coronavirus medal that's what I read it as. <laughs> and I thought, of course. I'm surprised he hasn't done that already. Those who survive the coronavirus would get a little medal. 
Because now that he is hopeful, well, whatever. He has the coronavirus. I'm a, I was going to say hopefully pulls through, but I don't really hope that. I hope I hope he has a hard time, frankly. I hope he's one. I don't, I'm not saying he has to die. I'm hoping he is one of the ones that has to go on a ventilator like Boris Johnson did. Boris Johnson said it was touch and go there for him, him for a while. And he learned his lesson. I'm hoping they do that to Trump. I mean, the coronavirus does that to Trump. You know, touch and go. That And also, he get, we get a reprieve, a little bit of a taste of what it will be like when he's finally stepped off this mortal coil. Holy shit. Senator Ron Johnson has tested positive for coronavirus. The list keeps going and growing like I hope Tara Buster will. Holy shit, right? Senator Ron Johnson. Where's the list? Senator Ron Johnson. COVID. Ron Johnson went to Oktoberfest party while awaiting COVID-19 results. Okay. Why are we... Why are we nice to them? Can we all call our representatives and senators and ask this question? Leave a message. What is the point of being nice to these idiots? A little, t- not just tough talk. It's the truth. How much positive reinforcement do we uh, continue with until we realize it's not working? Let's change tactics. It's like with a child, disciplining a child. You know, positive reinforcement isn't working. They're walking all over you, and they're also destroying the entire country. So uh, it's time to get out the the goddamn corporal punishment. Not that I'm for beating kids or anything, but these are Republicans. They're not kids. They're, just, they're adults. They're killing us. And this is why we we have 210,000 dead and millions, eight million, nine pi- million, what, how many now? Let's see. It changes all the time. It grows. So COVID, death, and sickness in the USA. Let's see. How many? I should have wrote how many. USA. Okay, here we go. Total death, 209,000. Up today, up 100, I mean, sorry, not 100, 863. So think about that. 863 human beings stepped off this mortal coil, probably alone, maybe a couple of nurses around them, not with their family, people who would not have died if not for the Republican Party. 
and their con man standard bearer and all of the death and greed and selfishness that they stand they stand for cases of coronavirus 7.39 million cases and counting it's going up the peak let's see on this chart was july 17th where we had 75,821 cases Today, October 2nd, well, not today, yesterday, October 2nd, we had 48,252. Not such a great improvement. It was going down. Now it's going back up. Ron Johnson went to an Oktoberfest party while awaiting COVID-19 results. Unreal. And Joe Biden? I'm serious. We have to stop this shit. Stop being nice. Stop pretending that they give a shit if you're nice or not. Positively reinforcing, hoping that they'll be like, wow, yeah, life is so much better when we're nice, when we're playing nice with each other. They don't care. These are people that have stolen elections for... For generations, kicking people off the voting rolls. These are people who have a standard bearer that called Nazis very fine people. Holy Christ. Oktoberfest. Wow. Amy Coney Barrett. I hope she gets it, really. She's got to get it. Please get the coronavirus. Amy Barrett COVID. Yep. Ari Berman tweets, Mitch McConnell has been blocking coronavirus relief legislation for 141 days while he rushes to confirm Amy Coney Barrett. Despite... At least three GOP senators testing positive for COVID. Well, now it's more. Uh, So she can strike down the Affordable Care Act in the middle of a pandemic. Put that in perspective and read once again Joe Biden's tweet. This is not about politics, everyone. This is not the time for politics. It's the time to unify and do what? Unify? Uh, Okay, I'll unify to kick their effing asses into goddamn history's trash heap. One, oh my God. It's time to come together. It's time we see each other as fellow Americans who don't just live in red states and blue states, but who live in and love the United States. That's who we are. And there is nothing we cannot do together. That's wonderful. Good good words. But uh, you got to really face what's, what's murdering you first. It's talking nice to a snake will not stop it from biting you. Jesus Christ. Okay, I I keep saying I'm going to this Amy Coney Barrett article. 
but I can't find it. That's why. We're all. This is all extra show anyway, for everybody. We should do this when I as soon as I figure it out how to do it. Actually, I need to do that. We will do a show and then we'll do like a patron only show. But the problem is, I. I got to figure out how to do it. Everybody else can do it because they have teams. You know what I mean? I got me and the cats, and they're not very useful when it comes to working on a computer. Even though they're very uh, indispensable with other things, like my blood pressure. It's true. They've done studies. Cats, animals in general, lower lower your blood pressure. But cats, because of their purring, I love that. It's soothing. It makes me, oh, okay. It's calming. 150, well, why can't I read? 1,500 alumni at Amy, Amy, Aunt Amy's undergrad try to disown her this is from the daily beast from tory b powell more than 1500 alumni from rhodes college in memphis tennessee have signed a letter condemning u.s supreme court nominee amy coney barrett who graduated from the school in 1994 with honors we are likewise firmly and passionately opposed to Rhodes' administrators' att- wait, wait, wait. Rhodes administrators' attempt to embrace Coney Barrett as an alumna of our beloved alma mater. The letter said, "We oppose this because we believe both her record and the process that has produced her nomination are diametrically opposed to the values of truth." Loyalty and service that we learned at Rhodes. Alumni Rob Marcus and Catherine Breslin, who wrote the letter, criticized Barrett for her anti-abortion support, her stances on the LGBT community, and her opposition to the Affordable Care Act. Yeah, that sums it up. Truth, justice, of course. And that's what I say again. If Amy Coney Barrett, like Neil Gorsuch, like goddamn Kavanaugh, if any of them had any honor, they would have not. They would never have participated in the coup. So all the all the judges. It's even more alarming when you remember that not only. Are they unqualified loyalists? Many of them. Many of them are have never tried a case. They just get pushed. It doesn't matter. They'll push whatever. They have not they have no experience in being a judge. Like well, Kavanaugh. He never tried a case. He never tried a case in front of a judge or a jury. He was an unqualified flunky who the job of him, as all lawyers are in the Republican Party, their job is to fix the facts around the policy, to manipulate the law, to find loopholes in the law, to fuck with the law, 
to destroy the law, ultimately. They're not there to advance truth, justice, in the American way. Far from it. So he gets to sit on a lifetime appointment? And the, the thing that's so gross is that the right-wingers, the average Joe right-wingers whose throats will be slit and are being systematically slit constantly. And they don't seem to, they don't seem to be able to understand that. Like the, like the idiot. Remember last week, our saga going, that lady who, the Trump on my Facebook page, thinking that, hey, I pay my taxes. So yes, of course. I deserve social security. I deserve all the trappings of civilization. Yeah, that's fine. But they didn't come about because some freaking billionaire decided to be generous one day. Those are policies, legislation, that were advanced by progressives and enacted into law in spite of Republicans. And she just thinks it's like, it's uh, manna from heaven. It, it was trickled down from the great uh, above and beyond by she pays her taxes and all of a sudden she gets the benefits of civilization. Not that it has anything to do with laws that are passed and laws that can be overturned. And that's why they put them there. So when you go to court, so like a union, for example, so unions, what kind of shit is it that unions have, they can't, the, all, all of the anti-union legislation that the Republicans have supported and the way that they F with the unions, that they can't, um, they have to represent everybody, even the ones who don't pay dues. You all, uh, you know, but you can't, force them to join the union, of course, because we're all freedoms, right? But you got to force the unions to represent people who are freeloaders then, who don't want to sign on and pay dues. But they have to, if something happens at their job, the union has to represent them because Republicans may, went booga booga booga, it is so, and some Republican unqualified flunky who hates America and especially the working class fix the facts around the policies. So there again, more hypocrisy from the right wing. We can't be forced. They don't want to be forced to buy health insurance, even though we're forced to buy auto insurance if we want to drive a car. But, you know, don't let logic get in the way either. But they want to force unions to represent people who won't pay. I thought that they were all about fairness and responsibility. So if somebody wants to be represented, if somebody is shit on by their boss, and they realize, oh, shit. Gee, um, I guess it's it kind of the power of collective bargaining comes in handy because I'm just a little guy up against this big Goliath 
I didn't want to pay, you know, because I hate unions. Then they find out, oh, great. Republicans decreed that unions have to, they got to represent me even though I don't pay dues. And they do that deliberately to what? Why? To fuck with the unions, to ensure that they don't have enough money to survive. So they got to represent people in court? That costs money. Unreal. Everything to fuck with the power of the people. To to not just fuck with it. Everything to strip power from the people. Everything, including voting and unions. Unions in this country, the union rate is down to less, like below 7%. It might even be worse. Wait, unqualified. I was looking something up. Unqualified Trump judges. That's what we should look up. But unions in the United States, right, it used to be 35% union, the labor force. And that mattered. It even affected private sector jobs, of course. But now it's, let's see, how much? Union membership in America. Last time I looked it up. <clears throat> The Bureau of Labor Statistics says that union membership is... Oh, this is old. These numbers are old. 2007. (laughs) 11.3. No, no. The rate for private sector unions are 6.4. But it used to be 35%. A union was a no-brainer. That's because we had a president at the time. That's why the bully pulpit means is means so much. Because FDR, when we were b- rebuilding this country from the first Republican Great Depression, what did FDR do? He used his bully pulpit to say, if I were a, a working man uh, in a new job, the first thing I would do is join a union. That's what he would say. And that sets a standard. It says something. Oh, my commander-in-chief, the chief executive of this country, is saying join a union? Must be good. Like when the effing dotard orange con men who receive fewer votes says things like that says things like, don't wear a mask. Uh, There's a lot of controversy about it. Nobody knows. And you look ridiculous, Joe Biden, when you had the biggest mask i ever seen. Even though, how many Democratic lawmakers are coming down with COVID? Like, uh, Like the domino effect. How many? Zero. It's all the Republicans, and that's a conspiracy, too, to the Republicans. They're saying, oh, it's really strange how it's not striking the Democrats as hard as it's striking the Republicans. Really? Is it that strange, or is it cause and effect? My God. Let's see. Almost... This is an extra show. 
Why did I say it like that with such indignance? <laughs> this is an extra, you guys. How many people we got watching this mother effer? Up in this B. Let's see. Where is it? <clears throat> Judge. I'm trying to find Trump. Unfit. Here we go. Here's an article. Trump keeps picking unqualified people to be lifetime judges. Republicans don't care. The GOP has already confirmed five judicial nominees rated not qualified by the American Bar Association. This was in, what, what, oh God, uh, this is a year old, so God knows how, how much worse it's gotten. It's hard to keep up with Twitler's questionable nominees for lifetime federal judgeships. There was Brett Talley, a 36-year-old. Oh, no, the other thing is that they're all young. A 36-year-old lawyer and former paranormal activity investigator who tweeted about Hillary Clinton being rotten, quote-unquote, and said his solution to Sandy Hook, the shooting massacre where children were blown to bits in this great American experiment, was uh, to would be uh, would be to stop being a society of pansies and man up. That's a judge that they republic that the republicans wanted to put on the bench. I don't know if he made it. Let's get to the end of the story. Matthew Peterson, also a 36-year-old lawyer, couldn't answer basic questions about law. Basic questions about law. In his confirmation hearing, it was basically shamed into withdrawing. Jeff Metier, a 52-year-old lawyer who described transgendered children as evidence of Satan's plan and endorsed gay conversion therapy. He was a, he eventually withdrew too. But well, just an aside, don't let's take bets. What do you want to bet? The judge who um, hates transgender children and and gay conversion and endorses gay conversion therapy. What do you want to bet that if all gay people suddenly turned purple, this guy would be blinking like a Teletubby? Look at him. Of course, the telltale sign. They have no courage to live an authentic life. Gay conversion therapy. Okay. Anybody who's that, you know, focused, that obsessed and to hang on to something so ridiculous. Who cares, really, gay con Who cares? Whether you want to be with somebody with one, with a innie or an Audi, who effing cares? Jesus Christ. It's about love, right? Connection. Being a human. Well, that's way over their heads. None of these nominees made it through the Senate confirmation process, but a growing number of Trump's court picks are slipping through despite earning a rare and embarrassing not qualified rating by the nonpartisan American Bar Association. But, as an aside... 
you know what the Republicans do now, as far as the American Bar Association is concerned. They say, oh, the American Bar Association is a far left group. Everything is far left when it's the truth. Like the FBI is far left and, and, and well, anything that doesn't conform to the dim leader's agenda, his anti-American, anti-democratic kiss-up, kick-down agenda is, well, in democracy, is destroying agenda, is far left. Like Merrick Garland. When Mitch McConnell said, oh, it's hard to find a, a, a more far left nominee than Merrick Garland, when that is the furthest thing from the truth, it's, it would be hard to find a more far left nominee you son of a bitch. They know they're lying, but I don't know. Where is karma? Where? Karma, you, you're here. You, they opened the door for you, karma. Can't you really do your best? Please do your best. Be best, Karma. Please, be best. Uh, 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 this week alone, two of Trump's court picks who earned an abysmal ABA rating, Sarah Pitlick and Lawrence Van Dyke. Oh, Lawrence Van Dyke made it through. Inched forward. He's... Oh, remember him? Oh, my God. He's another... Um, one of these white privilege babies. Imagine, imagine a Democrat acting like this at a here at, at his confirmation hearing. The letter also says that you would not commit uh, to being fair to litigants before you, notably members of the LGBTQ community. Can you speak to that? Did you did you say that you wouldn't be fair to members of the LGBT community? Senator, I that was um, that was the part of the letter. Unreal. I did not say that. Unbelievable. He's crying for those on the podcast who can't see. I apologize. He's, su- he's sucking in snot and crying. I'm sorry. No, I did not say that. I do not believe that. It is a fundamental belief of mine that all people are created in the image of God. They should all be treated with dignity (laughs) and respect. Look at this. What a monstrosity. To to this committee that you will treat, if if confirmed, that you would treat every litigant who, who came before you with respect and with dignity. Absolutely, Senator. I would not have allowed myself to be nominated for this position if I did not think I could do that. Including members of the LGBT community and, and any other community that has been historically disadvantaged in this country. Absolutely, Senator. Unreal. <laughs> I did not say that. He, of course he said it. The letter also said... Look at him. 
Why are you crying? What's up with the snowflakes, right? I thought we were snowflakes. When we get upset that, you know, grannies are eating cat food or somebody's needlessly dying without health care. Oh, so such a snowflake. When these unqualified idiots ask to answer for a history of being a racist. They have a, this guy had a long history. All the people that worked with him, they wrote letters saying he, um, he was a horrible person to work with. He was a real kiss-up, kick-down, lick-spittle. Uh, he abused his power. He was a racist. He was a homophobe. All of them. And then the Republicans were like, oh, they all have an agenda. Yeah, like everybody wants to take time out of their life to write something fake about somebody who's great, right? That's what we all do. When somebody's just so, such a great guy, you want to do that. You want to criticize someone you've worked with like that falsely because that always looks so good for your own career. God, somebody... And they're such liars. I did not say that. But he made it onto the bench, guys. He's on the bench now. Lifetime. Lifetime. Unreal. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Mr. Van Dyke's accomplishments are offset by the assessments of interviewees that Mr. Van Dyke is arrogant, lazy, an ideologue, and lacking knowledge of day-to-day practice, including procedural rules. <laughs> this was from the ABA Review. There was a theme that the nominee lacks humility, has an entitlement temperament. Well, isn't that the Republican way? Entitlement temperament? Nothing says entitlement temperament like everything that's going on in this country right now. Entitlement temperament? That gets you the super spreader rally. That gets you Mitch McConnell pushing an, another loyalist onto the bench. Despite a clear majority that says, stop. Right? That's conservatism standing athwart history yelling, stop. Be conservative. That's all we're asking. No, 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 no. That's not the point. The point is the death of democracy. Has an entitlement temperament, does not have an open mind, and does not always have a commitment to being candid and truthful. That's, that might as well be their freaking dating profile. I like... Long walks off a short pier, entitlement temperaments, sunsets, and not having a commitment to being candid and truthful. Oh, me too. Isn't that amazing? We both hate the same people. We both hate democracy. Oh, isn't that amazing? 
I don't imagine a somebody who had darker pigment sitting there. I didn't say that. That would be the end of the story. That'd be all they then the Democrats. What would the Democrats do if they nominated somebody like that? And they, in front of their confirmation hearing, they were like, <laughs> instead of answering a question, I didn't say that. Why are you crying? The, what would the Democrats do? They would immediately pull that person's nomination and then embar- and, uh, and embarrass themselves writing letters of, uh, of mea culpa, mea culpa, mea culpa. We should never have... I call for the judge, the the whatever the face of the whatever the guy's name is, the fake judge that we're talking about right now. I call for them to recuse themselves. We should never have nominated someone with such uh, an abysmal lack of judicial temperament. I mean, he didn't even scream that he likes beer once or twice. Not even once. He was... <laughs> I didn't say that. Judges get to... That's your Republican way. They get to lie. They get to have... Well, entitlement temperament is the Republican. That That's the platform. That's the Republican platform. Entitlement temperament. God. God. And all right, what else? Before we go, I got to cuz I have to cut the show now for progressive voices and do other things and I I have to get unconscious tonight early. I'm going to try to catch up on some sleep. Let's see. Send Lindsay home is trending. Oh my god. Operation Maga is trending. With President Trump in the hospital, Operation Mega will continue his campaign through top-level surrogates, campaign coalition, and Trump supporters. Well, let's hope they wear their masks. Well, they won't, but they won't. Don't worry about it. Trump remains at Walter Reed. Backlash as Twitter posts say post wishing harm on Trump violates social networks rules. What? Those who publicly express on Twitter the hope that anyone may die or come to serious harm could be suspended from the site, the social network announced shortly after news broke. Okay. They said that preemptively, but the announcement... Nobody... Who said that we want him to die? We said he brought it on himself. I specifically said, I'm not asking for him to die. I'm just saying he needs to really wake the F up, learn a lesson. The announcement of the new policy from Twitter prompted fierce accusations of double standards in its applications of the rules, as the site is well known for being riddled with aggressive abuse. Many people have questioned why the president's health has been an issue, which has prompted the company to make its new rules clear. 
It also comes after Trump retweeted a video in late May of a right-wing activist claiming that only a good Democrat, okay, but no, no, excuse me, the only good Democrat is a dead Democrat. A video, a tweet that is still up. But we can't say Trump deserves what he gets. Responding to a Vice article headline, Twitter says you cannot tweet that you hope Trump dies from COVID. The social network's communication team said, tweets that wish or hope for death or serious bodily harm or false or fatal disease against anyone are not allowed and will not and will be will need to be removed. This does not automatically mean suspension. Yeah, okay, so remove that one saying the only good Democrat is a dead Democrat? The message was met with incredulity incredulity by people who have been the victims of relentless abuse. Many have responded to the message saying that they have had daily death threats on the platform for years. So you mean to tell us you could have done this the whole time? Tweeted New York representative Alexandria Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who last year said she often starts her day by reading the death threats sent to her. Ilan Omar, a black congresswoman who has also spoken out about the daily death threats she receives on the platform, responded with a gif, which read, Excuse me? The former UK Children's Laureate Marjorie, Marjorie, I can't talk, Blackman, said, Weeks of death threats and serious threats against my family when I was a child's lauder, I can't say that. Laureate, laureate, resulted in Twitter doing bugger all about it. In 2018, an Amnesty International investigation into the scale of abuse concluded that the platform is endemic with racism, misogyny, and homophobia. 1.1 million abusive or problematic tweets were sent to women in 2017. Well, that's only women. (laughs) There's different rules for Republicans and Trump. Of course, different rules. Obviously, haven't everybody? We've been paying attention. It's another norm. Norms are for us. They get... You know, they get coddled and enabled. This is how they get enabled. The study found that black women were disproportionately targeted, being 84% more likely than white women to be mentioned in an abusive or problematic manner. Back in 2013, the U.S. Secret Service investigated about 10 death threats a day against Barack Obama. Why didn't they take it down then? And there were as many as 30,000 such threats a day during the first year of his presidency. Well, he's black, so. And not a big whiny baby. And also, it doesn't count when Democrats get attacked. Because Republicans are, it's like, different rules. 
Well, that's the thing about the coronavirus. What is so, honestly, typically, it's they brought it on themselves. It's satisfying. It's just that they asked for it. They brought it on themselves. You know, there are consequences. It shows everyone, look, consequences. What would it say if none of them ever got coronavirus? But they're getting it even before. It's just that this particular event clearly was a super spreader event. And yeah, who, who knows? Herman Cain couldn't be reached for comment. Abuse and harassment have no place on Twitter, they said. If we identify accounts that violate, well, no place on Twitter against Republicans. If we identify accounts that violate these rules, we will take enforcement action. Late on Saturday, the Twitter safety account tweeted, we hear the voices who feel that we're enforcing some policies inconsistently. We agree we must do better, and we're working on it together inside to do so. We will continue to respond to concerns about our enforcement through action, not empty words. Well, you get a... No, not that one. Yay! Oh, wow. That's a more appropriate... Wow. Stupid. Oh, God. All right. All right, guys. It's 9 o'clock now. You guys are great. Please become a patron at patreon.com slash taradevlin. As soon, one day soon, I got to tell you, we will have, we'll have this show, but it'll be a patron-only event. Okay. And we'll have a patron-only Zoom call. Okay. Why am I talking like that? Because <laughs> I got to be even more annoying than I already am. I'm sorry, guys. I know. Thank you for hanging out. I don't know where Tara Jr. Jr. is. So. Oh, you know where he is? He's sleeping. Everybody. He's so cute. He is sleeping. I love that cat. I love that cat. I love them all. Oh, Robin. Thank for your super chat. Thank you, Robin. All right, my friends. We'll see. Hopefully, maybe we'll have a show on Monday. I want, I want to do a show, as many shows as possible. No rap, no rap tonight. No rap with the rap, Robin. I'm not inspired to do a rap. It has to just come out, you know? Maybe another day. Of course, it might, maybe. I, it will. We, we will have a, a rap another day. I guarantee it. I just don't know when. All right, my friends, listen, listen, listen. Let's meet back here soon. So please become a patron, of course, but also hit the like, hit the subscribe, 
hit the notification bell on YouTube so you'll be notified when we when we go live and you can join in. We have such an amazing chat room. Uh, it's probably the best part of the show, frankly. So be be best, Lee in New York City says, and join the chat room at youtube.com slash C slash RDT Daily Media and meet your your new friends in the chat room. Aaron. And we're also on Discord. So you can join Discord. Join the link is in the description. And get in touch with us there. You can post things. You can accept the trolls. We'll we'll get radio, yes, Lee in New York City. And I wanna see pictures of you. I wanna see pictures of your pets and your family and your pet family. And that's how we will grow the community. And we'll get through this as as we were meant to, together. That's how we were made. Mother Nature made us. That's how I know we'll win, because we were made interdependent. That's the nature of humanity. There is... Wait, 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 wait. Where is... Where is me? Where the heck is my ecam? Something is not working. Okay. Ah. Right. We are in this together. And that means e pluribus unum out of many one. It's another way of saying we stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devil, and thank you so much for hanging out. And we will win. And I will see you very soon.